Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. We're excited to have you here today as we talk about uh, getting ready to reset and go for fall ministries. Uh, we want to talk not just about what we're doing in our big Sunday morning uh, portion of our ministries to kids, but also to talk about the importance of having a really solid midweek program. And so here to talk with us about midweek is my really good friend and partner in ministry, Jeremy Carroll. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Chuck, man. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. You've, by the way, those who are listeners to the podcast, Jeremy is no stranger to you. Jeremy has been on the podcast as a guest many times. He's hosted several episodes to fill in when I've been out. And so Jeremy and the podcast go hand in hand. So welcome back. It's good to have you back. Oh, man. I always love being here. Love being talking about ministry and uh, the chances for our to, to have conversations. And, if, and this, what I love about the podcast is it gives us a chance. Uh, we often, as uh, kids, Lifeway kids, we often have some of these me- uh, meetings and conversations about um, the passion that fuels the resources we make. Um, but the podcast gives us an opportunity to have those conversations and let people kind of listen in and they hear some of the, not just the the, the resources themselves, but the passion behind uh, wh- why do we create things that we create and why do we put the emphasis where we do? And I, so I love the fact that it's kind of like we get to have these conversations and let people just listen in uh, on the line. So it's good. I, I enjoy it. And it's good for us just to talk shop sometimes, right? Because most right. of the time when you and I meet, we're looking at inventory <laughs> numbers or revenue or That's right. you know, how we're serving different things or what kind of content are we developing. So Jeremy, you've had several roles since you joined yeah. Lifeway Kids, but right now you're, you're a manager on the kids publishing side and you oversee directly VBS, which is a yep. huge fan favorite, the VBS yeah. team and what we do That's there. Right. So I know you're working now on not even the the next VBS, but two VBSs ahead, That's right. right? Yes, twenty twenty three. Yep. And we and you can't talk about that because it's so <laughs> no, top secret. No, but you're no. working on that. That's where you're spending your time. We are that far out. We are. We we have to work so far out to to uh, just get the ideas and 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 uh, start to curate what what and pray over and what does the Lord want us to do? And he knows what's happening in 2023. We have no idea, but we That's want right. to follow his leading and uh, start working early to produce the best possible resources uh, for churches to use in for the summer 2023. And for VBS, it's fun. I'm, I'm excited to always be a part of that process. You are deep in it. So I'm not yeah. as deep in it, but, <laughs> but to be, uh, but to participate even in it, it's, and it's, it, it's an interesting uh, process because there's so much creativity uh, and yeah. conversation that goes into it. And it, with VBS, you know, it's not, it's biblical content, but also the theme that mm-hmm. becomes the envelope for that. And so to pull together what, what is going to be the main teaching and how is it going to be packaged oh, yeah. is such a unique resource. And VBS is just super fun. So how cool yeah. that you get to do that as your job. Uh, I, yeah, I, this is one of those things that when I joined Life, so I just celebrated my fourth anniversary at Lifeway. Uh, oh, happy anniversary! Happy work work anniversary! Work anniversary! A couple of weeks ago, and so like I said, I've had various jobs since I've been here, but this was one of those that if if I had been asked 15, 20, 25 years ago, you know, if you could work on any resource, what would it be? Uh, VBS probably would have been high on the list, and has always meant a great <laughs> awesome. deal to me personally, and so. Uh, 
to to say that I don't wake up most days with a sense of gratitude uh, would be dishonest because I just I know I, I'm very, very privileged to be able to sit in this space and to work on that resource because it touches so many lives and so many kids and leaders are having incredible gospel conversations through the resources of and the experiences of VBS. And so that's I right. count myself blessed to be sitting where I sit today. Such a cool thing. But that's only a part of what you do because you also oversee what we lovingly refer to as short-term publishing. Mm-hmm. Not a very pretty name, but <laughs> no. it's descriptive in terms of these are all the smaller, I say smaller, shorter in term, right? We have yeah. our recurring curriculum. That's the quarterly stuff that you just right. do all year, all the time. Then there's all those other things, team kid and Bible skills and drills and um, short-term Bible study uh, studies like um, like the gospel God's plan study and mm-hmm. uh, defined and some of those other things yes. that you and your team are working on too, which are a huge and important part of ministry for a lot of our churches. That's right. And also could be some things that people might need to look at. Things like I'm a Christian now mm-hmm. uh, are resources that are all under your leadership as well. Yeah, those are fun because uh, – one resource can't do everything. One curriculum line can't do it all. We know that. And, and we not only know that for, because we're publishers, but we know that because we all work in kids ministry in some capacity in our churches. And we see it ongoing uh, day after day, week after week, that as good as resources are, Bible studies for life and explore the Bible and gospel project for kids, as good as they are, and they're great, they yes. can't do everything. And they also have generally speaking, uh, a, a single touch point. It's that one time on Sunday morning, and that's the opportunity right. that, that you get. And so um, the the fun thing about the, the, what we in our team called discipleship, discipleship. resources, mm-hmm. kids' discipleship resources, is that we kind of get to dream of it. And I would often, this is not a very, uh, it's not a great metaphor, but I would also think of it and I would describe it to our team is um, if, uh, think of like a, a, a Swiss cheese, like it has holes in it. So the, the 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 cheese itself that's the ongoing that's your regular thing but the big cheese yeah it is the big cheese, the big but, cheese. There, but there would be there, there are holes sometimes and that the that other resources just simply can't fill the ongoing things they only have they can only do so much they do great at what they do but they can only do so much but the ministries we serve have great needs that don't fit into those things so what can we do to come alongside and, and provide um, uh, Bible studies or workbooks or things like that, reading plans, Bible reading plans that fill in those gaps where uh, your ministry has needs that that uh, the ongoing typically doesn't fit. And so yeah. that's, it's fun to dream those kinds of things and to listen to churches and say, what what are the kinds of things you need to help fill in the gaps in your ministry? And that's really where, where those resources fit. Yeah, that's a great setup because today we want to talk about making a meaningful midweek ministry. And yeah. so as we talk about that, there's more to it than resources, but let's, I want to talk a little bit about some midweek resources that churches might look at uh, as they consider what to do. But I wanted to have a conversation with you, Jeremy, about have you having been in the role, having been a kids minister, uh, not so long ago. Now you're <laughs> still so new enough to Lifeway yeah. that you still, that's very fresh. Uh, and but and talk about why midweek is such an important part of our strategy. So you mentioned um, with ongoing, uh, and it's true that we typically have maybe one hour of ministry on a Sunday morning, maybe two, yeah. if you do a children's church and you use uh, one of our ongoing resources like uh, BSFL Worship Hour or the Gospel Project uh, Worship Time. Uh, so you may have two hours on a Sunday morning, but 
that's really a, 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 a portion of what we do in discipling kids. Uh, I love that you use the word discipleship and we, we talk about the resources you make as discipleship resources. So let's talk a little bit about why, uh, if I'm not doing midweek right now, why might I consider adding that? Or if I have a midweek, why do I need to evaluate the effectiveness of how I'm using it? How is midweek uh, an important thing that we need to have as a, as a key part of our strategy? You know, Chuck, one of the things you say often, which I don't have to tell you this, I say this for the benefit of our leaders, is that lead with the why. Uh, you, you say that often, lead with the why. And so I think really when you think about midweek and, and really when you think about your, your Sunday morning, why do you do what you do? What Why do you use the resource that you use? What is your strategy that you use? And if your goal, if we, if we would pretty much any kids, kids, pastor, kids, director, kids, minister, uh, whatever your title is, if I ask you, what why do you do what you do? It would be to say, some version of to disciple kids or to reach kids for Jesus or something along those lines. Well, we know what that goal is, but how often do we stop and say, well, how do I evaluate what I'm doing? And we, we, we can evaluate Sunday mornings and that's great. We should do that. But one of the things about discipleship is, and specifically in discipleship, thinking about furthering that, that discipleship is it best happens in relationship. And sometimes yeah. Sunday mornings, if that's the only time you get, that's hard to make true relationship happen. We do the best we can. We, we, we engage with kids. Uh, we engage kids with each other. We, we, we stress those relationships. But if that's one time a week, once a week that they're t- together, how deep can those relationships, relationships really get those yeah. intrapersonal relationships really get interpersonal relationships? Well, having a midweek opportunity really does open up for additional, uh, what word, word that you use is touch point, additional touch points throughout the week. And so uh, if we're doing a midweek already, how does that midweek line up to your strategy? How does it further the relationships that you're creating on Sunday mornings? And uh, now it, it could be one of two different things is what I generally hear from churches. Either it's super outreach focused or it's super uh, discipleship focused. It mm-hmm. can be one of the, either it's a lot of non-church kids on Wednesday nights, or maybe it's just your core group, which might say your core group, those um, faithful kids. This, so it's a smaller group. Yeah. But having a, a strategy saying, okay, here's what we're doing on Sunday morning. We want to, we want to take this deeper one way or another, whether it's deeper discipleship or whether it's deeper evangelism, whatever that is, we, we have a strategy. So having a, an extra touch point that's increases the, the effectiveness of being able to really intentionally share the gospel with kids. Yeah. Yeah. That um, I do love, use that term touch point, And I like that a lot. And something that I teach my kids is, you know, the more places that you have a friend, if you see that friend at school and at church and on Wednesday night and on your soccer team, the more points of contact that you have with that person, the closer your friendship will be. And I think the same is true for our ministries. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we only have our doors open during one hour for kids to attend, we're limiting the opportunity for us to influence them, to connect with them, to speak over them, to invest in them, uh, and to connect them with each other. So just being, just opening the doors and doing anything on, on a Wednesday night is better than doing nothing because it does give that opportunity for relational connection. Um, uh, and, and in a way that may be potentially more um, more personal, because 
none of us really get the same number of people in a midweek that you get on a Sunday morning, right? right. Typically, Sunday mornings are your biggest attendance, and midweek is smaller, but because it's smaller, you can actually get to know kids better, and they can get to know you better. And so there's a lot of value that comes from that, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. You can... the the. the uh, so I spent some time at Centricid. You both, you and I both have spent some time at Centricid. And one of yes, the things that I, that I often say um, to adult leaders at Centricid is um, usually on the send off day is I tell uh, I usually tell them, look, we know and usually say this in the adult gathering. We know that when you go back, like we've had a great week together with your kids and, and intentionally having gospel conversations. And but what we try to do at Centricid is be catalyst for those conversations, because we know that when you go back to your home communities and your churches, that you the relationship that you have with those kids are the ones that's really going to effectively communicate the gospel over time. And it's it's that's what is important. We, we enjoy, love the time we have together. We love that opportunity. But it, so it's a similar idea when it comes to, um, to, to our ministries and multiple touch points. And that is men, uh, the gospel is best communicated. It can be communicated cold, knock on the door, those kinds of things, but it's yeah. best communicated and best, uh, experienced through relationships over time. And so the, the more personal that you can be with, with your kids and, the, the more that the roots of the gospel are going to be able to take uh, deep root because that it, it's founded on that relationship. There's a trust. There's a, there's uh, it's uh, well, not just to say that there's a trust yeah. there when they have that relationship that now when you are having those conversations about deep spiritual things, it's founded on that trust of that relationship. And yeah. yes, this Holy spirit can definitely move outside of that, but how much fertile, more fertile can we make the ground, the soil, the ground, if we uh, invest in the relationships and deeply, deeply care about the kids and allow them that, that access to us. Absolutely. I think there's also a benefit of belonging. There's something oh, about, you know, when I was a kid, when my kids were little, going to church on a Wednesday is just totally diff different than a Sunday morning. Sunday mm -hmm. morning, it's big hype, big energy, lots of people. Wednesday night is the night when your kids get to be in the church and in the space where they feel like more, more of an insider, you know, where yeah. they, they know what it's like to, to crawl under the pews when it's dark in the same, no, I'm not advocating for that, no. but you know, I'm just talking about what, what maybe, do. maybe I did uh, <laughs> to, to just be in the church in the middle of the week. It helps you feel more at home there. And it there's does. a different sense of belonging and ownership of, of that connection, not just to you as a leader, but also to the church where you, you feel like this is my place. And so for us to be able to provide that extra touch point for belonging to kids is key as well. Now, in terms yeah, of there's what a, we do, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that there, I experienced this in my own life. I think that there's a sense that, that builds on what you just said, the sense of belonging that where where kids come on a midweek, whatever, whether it's Wednesday night or some other night, yeah. the, the, the guards are down a little bit. The, the barriers are down just a bit. I remember growing up in my, in my family, we'd church all my life. But I cherished Sundays because that was the, I mean, Wednesday nights, because that was the time when I could wear shorts to church. Right. Now it's a very different day now <laughs> in, uh, in, in our current culture. But back then, you know, 30 plus years ago, it was, you, Sundays were super formal. Wednesday yeah. nights, you could wear shorts to church and you could kind of, your barriers would be let more down. Casual. And, and yeah. you were, it was more casual. And you did, you felt like an insider. And so, I, again, I know lots of churches changed in their dress codes and all that's different a little bit today. But I think the attitude is still the same and that there is the barriers come down. It's a more intimate, more personal, relational time, generally in a midweek. 
Well, and we call so we're just to clarify, we're calling this midweek, but in midweek is really a term that I would think includes Sunday night. Because yeah. maybe your, you know, maybe your quote midweek is actually something you do Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. It's your more casual, more intimate time. Generally speaking, people use this uh this other occurrence of ministry time to to do things like talk about missions, uh, to talk, to do some Bible memory type stuff, mm-hmm. um, to do Bible skills and so maybe even Bible drill, if that's what mm-hmm. you do. So there's a lot of ways that you might use your Wednesday. So the first point that I think we've made is if you don't have a midweek or Sunday night experience <laughs> for kids, that alternate time, you may be m- missing an opportunity for you to connect with them, to connect them with the church, to connect them with one another, and to go deeper in discipleship with them in this more casual, more personal setting. Yeah. All that said, assuming that, yes, I'm on board with that, what what are some different philosophies, Jeremy, of how we might approach programming that time? Because we could go super deep into something, or we could, like you said, use it as an outreach. I know you have some thoughts on various ways that churches might strategically use that time. What are some of those options that we might consider? Yeah, I think so. It starts with strategy for sure. So again, how does it? Where I said a few minutes ago, how do you? What is your strategy for reaching kids? And know your church, know your community. Is your church primarily unchurched uh, Wednesday night? Would it primarily be unchurched? Or you wouldn't want if if you have fifteen kids on Wednesday nights and they're primarily unchurched, that may not be the best time to try to think about deeper discipleship and right. some of those kinds of things. Whereas if you have your core church, quote unquote, church kids that come on Wednesday night. That may not be the most evangelistic time. It could be, but just know your kids. It's going to be different in different churches and communities. But, yeah. um, but so once you kind of establish that and say, okay, now I know what my, my, my strategy is as far as who my kids are and it's going to be there. The next thing is, well, how do I use it? How do I, how do I use that time? And, and really, I, again, there are nuances in all of these, but the, the two big buckets that I would say is either you can use it as an extension of your Sunday morning or you're that primary teaching hour. And uh, you could use, um, for example, Gospel Project has a brand new midweek resource that's part of their, their, their curriculum. And so you could say, I'm just going to extend what we do on Sunday mornings and I'm going to extend it to either Sunday night or Wednesday night. And I'm going to extend that time. And so it's the same Bible story, same uh, general teaching lesson. It's that singular lesson point throughout the entire week. And then uh, it so reinforces that, right? Reinforces, that's a, an additional yeah. uh, touch point of reinforcing that study plan that you're already on. Right. And with Gospel Project, it takes that uh, that that same general study plan and then it just takes a new slant on it. it and uh, if, you ha- if you're not familiar about with how Gospel Project's doing starting in September, their brand new cycle, uh, see that midweek. It's great. Uh, it builds on a learn, love, live. And so the live portion really talks about spiritual disciplines and how to, how to, uh, start living on mission in your life and how to practice it. So that's one, that's one app opportunity. Same thing would be similar to Bible studies for life where you could use the worship hour or something like that on a Wednesday night, but you could use that, extend that teaching time. Um, and just again, reinforcing those, those, those big ideas for the week. Yeah. So that'd be one. I, another way to go, which I think this is probably more common is, uh, well, we have our big teaching time on Sunday mornings, now we want to do something a little different. Maybe, like you said, maybe we're emphasizing missions or maybe it's Bible skills or something like that. And so you can come back and uh, do something different, use a different resource, a different emphasis, a different strategy. Um, again, thinking maybe you're going deeper. But so either the, so the two big buckets would be 
we can extend what we do on Sunday mornings and, and just reinforce and take those from different angles, or you can uh, come up with an entirely different uh, resource that would fit into the strategy you've already defined based on the kids that you have. Yeah. And so along those lines, let's talk about some of the things that that we offer. One of the big ones for midweek is Team Kid. And I know that's yeah. a resource that you lead the team uh, in creating that. We've got a new volume that's in the works. Uh, always. We always have a new yeah. volume in the works. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what what is the experience of Team Kid like compared to a Sunday morning resource. One of the things it does acknowledge is that it's a little more active. There's mm-hmm. more you can move around a little bit and wiggle a bit more rather than dress. You know, you're wearing your shorts and you're moving around. <laughs> That's so right. tell us a bit more about the culture of Team Kid. Yeah, we love Team Kid. Team Kid is one of those uh, Lifeway resources that has been around for years, uh, decades even. Uh, it's just been through so many iterations. And uh, I personally love the current iteration. It is, uh, we have six editions of Team Kid that are in the current iterations. We have three that kind of focus on foundational studies. And then we have three that kind of focus more on living out your faith, deeper discipleship. But the, the Team Kid, the reason I love Team Kid is because uh, it's really built on really built on four pillars, so to speak. We, 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 we say three, there's sort of a parenthetical fourth one. The, the first one is fun. We really want it to be fun and active. And so there's a lot of games. Um, uh, recently, uh, three years ago, we added, or two years ago, I rather, we added what's called a playbook. And so there's a, it's kind of like rec cards or so to speak, but it's in a spiral bound. And so that this idea that kids love to play and they're in midweek, they're going to have lots of energy. Maybe they've been at school and they need to just unwind a little bit. So we have lots of fun, energetic games that, that uh, kids can play. And so that, so fun is a big deal. We really want kids to come through Team Kid and have a blast on Wednesday nights uh, or whenever they use it. Uh, the other one is uh, Bible skills slash Bible story. And so we do, we focus on uh, a Bible story every week. We have, there's, uh, I should say, Team Kid is a 36 week resource. So it's designed to be run kind of from uh, September through May. That's generally speaking through that school year. And so it's, it's based on a 36 week study plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a uh, fun and then there's Bible skills. So we want to, we want to open our Bibles. We want to learn about Bible stories and we want to use some Bible skills and be able to practice some of those. Uh, you know, how, how many testaments are there? Uh, you know, where do we find the life of Jesus and which four books of the Bible? So there are different things that uh, Bible skills wise that Team Kid really kind of focuses on. And so fun Bible skills. And the third one, which you mentioned in, uh, earlier is missions. We, we know that a lot of churches use um, want to help kids start to broaden their understanding about kingdom work. Kingdom work is just not what happens at your church on Sunday mornings, but it happens in your community. It happens in your state. It happens around the world. And so how do we start to bring our kids up to that level of thinking? And so introducing missions and and what God's doing around the world is one of the things that that Team Kid really loves to do. So uh, fun, Bible skills, missions. And then what I said, this kind of parenthetical fourth one is that one of the things we really strive to do with Team Kid is make it super volunteer friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, We we don't want, you know, a lot of churches, it's hard to get volunteers on Sunday mornings, even harder on Wednesday nights, parents coming from uh, work and different things. And so we try to help you, uh, equip you to do uh, uh, a Wednesday night, a midweek program with the the fewest volunteers that you could possibly have uh, while maintaining a great, exciting ministry. Fantastic. Fantastic. Jeremy Carroll, thank you so much for talking midweek with us. 
we appreciate having you on again and sharing from your heart. Yes, sir. Happy Listeners. Listeners, we're glad to have you every single week on uh, listening to the podcast. I want to direct you to the archives, which you can find at kidsministry101.com. At kidsministry101.com, you can dig back through the past episodes of the podcast. Just go to that page and click on the word podcast at the top of the page. And you can go back and find all kinds of really, really good, uh, deep and enriching and entertaining episodes, including some of those hosted by our good friend, Jeremy Carroll. So dig through the podcast. Podcast and uh, do a keyword search for Jeremy's name if you want to hear more from Jeremy. Um, we want to encourage you listeners to lean in on your ministries as we get ready to reset and go for fall. Make sure that midweek is a part of your plan. I want to give you an easy URL where you can go to find all of the Lifeway Kids resources. It's lifeway.com slash kids. Lifeway.com slash kids. When you get to that page, you'll see a whole bunch of icons and logos, and you can click on them. If you want to find ongoing resources like the Gospel Project for Kids, Bible Studies for Life Kids, or Explore the Bible Kids, or Team Kid and some of the other resources that Jeremy's team creates, you will find links to all of those at lifeway.com slash kids. Go check that out. And we wish you well as you seek to serve the kids and families in your community this fall. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back next time for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. How can a Corvette teach kids about creation? What long-lost treasure did Josiah find in the Old Testament? Which empire was once bigger than Egypt and Babylon? Find the answers to questions like these and so many more on the brand new Explore the Bible on Location Kids Audio Podcast. Each fun-filled episode takes kids on a journey to help them better understand the Bible by visiting historical and modern-day locations and inspires them to explore their Bibles. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. The Explore the Bible on Location Kids Audio Podcast is brought to you by your friends at Lifeway Kids.